Well, I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday morning. Uh, you know, we don't have the governor here to tell us it's Wednesday, it's Thursday, it's Friday, so I guess I'll take that role for you here on Keeping with Alex Garrett and Alex Garrett Podcasting. My buddy's back, Mike Myers. Good morning, friend. Oh, it is going. And uh, first of all, I know you were listening last night, so let's just give it the shout out to Ed for uh, a beautiful night. And um, when an hour long, Michael, I was like, well, this is a pretty good conversation. So um, what you get? what did you get out of it? Um, honestly? Yeah, honestly. Um, I'm not... I'm realizing what I'm called to do and not do, and I got I got to keep to what I've been doing. I mean, I in listening to you guys, I am just amazed and also very grateful that you keep up on all the stuff that's going on. I mean, mm. I, and here's here's why I'm saying what I'm saying. I posted on uh, the Ames page, which uh, Ames Iowa page, which has a heading of. Black Lives Matter, no human is illegal, love is love, women's rights are human rights, kindness is everything. So I, I ended up posting uh, uh, more of Jesus, less of me. Mm. It's amazing that how well it was received, but then this, this, uh, this gal said, this belongs on your wall, not here. And then it was like, but which, which is, I mean, I just think it's neat that it's still left up. And yeah, mm-hmm. I suppose I could have modified it and said more of Jesus, less of me, maybe there'll be fewer killings. I don't know. Um, you know, then it, then it might legitimize it. On- Mike, I've always, I have to be honest with you, because we're in New York City, I'm always a little pleasantly surprised when I see something about Jesus on the back of bumper cars here. Because I just... I never get the impression that uh, the city is generally, you know, God and fearing, I guess you'd say. But I love when I see the neighbors have those stickers and they believe and we can actually talk about it instead of kind of putting it in hiding. Because I think when you go downtown Manhattan or any of the city parts, it's like they just don't want to talk about him. Sometimes, anyway, that's how I find it, so... It's very offensive. I mean, how many people, you know, I, like I told you the other day, I was listening to this, listening and watching to this video where somebody was saying, well, you know, it seems like Christians are all about, they're not worthy of love. Well, but I am worthy. I am this and I am that. And I'm thinking, oh boy, someone's got eye disease. Because I believe that if we got what we deserve, I, I wouldn't even get to have this opportunity. The eye disease. Let me tell you, I, I feel like I want to make a play on words with that. The eye disease. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, instead of cataracts, narcoracts? I don't know. I, I just try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, and, and it's real easy to fall into that trap, and yet, you know, the whole, the good news, and not just the good news, but, I mean, how can you find fault with, Love God with all your guts and love your neighbor as yourself. Wouldn't it be? I know it's idealistic. Wait, wait, wait. So this person was upset you wrote that. Did you write that as well in the Ames thing? or No, but I mean, I could have posted that also. And and maybe that's another great post. I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I think it's, that's what I want to put on that big, maybe I will put the billboard up on my. You should. Mark. I mean, I think it needs a lot of little funding, though, right? Or something like that. No, 
take much to do it. But what I'm saying about after listening to last night's show, um, and, and, and actually the conversations that you and I have, yeah. it, um, keeping it simple in confusing times. That's today's title. I went over to do just a wonderfully simple thing, beautiful thing, neat thing. I went over yesterday to see my mama Aww. through the window at the nursing home. Now, now she's on the front side, right next to the main, one of the main drags in Boone. I take over this flimsy plastic chair and proceed to fall over. <laughs> Can she hear you through that? Or I have to use my phone. But it was kind of it was it was funny. I mean, it was kind of a and then I broke a disc, like a, a hernia disc or something. There. No, a, a CD disc. I oh my gosh. sermons she just loves to listen to the word we're both kind of jesus junkies and uh well and miles has such a way of delivering it right i mean he's got such a unique style uh, he, he he does he does and he's not a, he doesn't have a problem with offending people um including catholics uh or people that speak in tongues or anybody else i mean he doesn't set out to do that but they got like i said the gospel's offensive who wants to who mm. wants to hear that they're a sinner i mean i don't like the idea well look at this whole country we're all we're all tearing down saying we're all not sinner i don't know we're not acknowledging it and then last night uh a, a blip came up during the podcast with you and by the way you guys did a fantastic job oh my gosh it was you even touched a little bit on the. I don't think you went there with the um, uh, homosexual parenting. Right, but I did talk about the 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 main theme of why he was upset, and um, oh, I missed that. I'll yeah, that. and he was, you know, it's it's. I get it. Moms can't always be the dad too, even if they're single parents. But I like to think I give him enough credit, and he kind of is like, well, there's so many factors that go into all that. I mean, it's a deep conversation, and I, it's too early to recount the whole thing now, but... Well, and here's what happens. I, I know some people that life is, is, is like, uh, it's zeros and ones. Okay. I mean, everything is black or white. Oh, boy, can I just say that? You know, and, and it's like, but there are some gray areas, not just, you know, my sideburns. In life, and I, and I gotta tell you, to just throw it out there and say, uh, you know, like my mom had to had to kind of sort of be the dad too. Well, and you think she had the? It sounds like she had the fortitude to do it. You know, I always, I, I think that's the important part. Can a yeah. when she has that fortitude, that is just a strong thing. Oh. Yeah. No, she didn't have to. She'd give us the, the look. The mom look was also had to be kind of the dad look. And you just knew you didn't mess with mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a respect thing. So anyway, what I was going to say is last night, then this thing comes across, and I watched these videos of what was going on in these, in these folks that were taunting the police in Washington, D.C. And it, oh, it so angered me. Oh, it was just, and it's like, why am I even watching this crap? 
And, and that's a great question, though, because we're not there. We can't stop them from doing it. So why I'm, you know, why would I spend time watching this? It's because it's just it's you. It glues you to the TV, and it frustrates you at the same time. That's what it is. Well, think about it. I just realized this. Mm. Sure. But uh, what am I trying to say? Just um, to see these people, this one gal specifically was was just pushing the buttons of this mm-hmm. this one particular police officer, and I just, you know what? It ma- it made me want to take a baseball bat. But it also makes you think of the restraint, right? Thank God these cops oh, know. But Michael, here's what you have to be careful of. You cannot you you have to find videos that are fuller because unfortunately they're showing context, you know, videos without context. They're showing, you know, oh, look this guy beat up a a, a protester. Well, why? What did the protester do to provoke that? Right. You, you, had, you let that one guy, Clinton, you let him touch you. I think that's a cool picture. I think it's neat that you have lived the life that you're living, you're continuing, and I'm going to make a prediction. Uh-oh. One day soon. Uh-huh. You, Alex Garrett, with two T's, not one. <laughs> <T-T>. <laughs> On the radio. On SN. What's SN? Oh, well. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm allowed to. Put in a good word. I'd love to. I'd love to do that. So. I just think you. You. Yeah. I just think you do a great job. Even today, I was a little nervous of what to talk about. By the way, if we have any new joiners from last night and. Maybe you don't know Mike enough or familiar enough with Mike. Why don't you reintroduce yourself, set, reset the scene, because we tend to not do that sometimes in the heat of the conversation. Well, it's interesting that you're saying that. First of all, Mike Myers, your host of the Radio Hope Show on the Muck Radio Network. <laughs> um, I got tongue was tied first. No, my thought tied. Um, speaking of bonded, no. Um, well, I'll, I'll just do it since you seem to have a loss of words. You are on at ni- <laughs> you're on at nine a.m. Eastern every single day, and you you give us a take on the world. I would not say as much as the news, but on the world from a perspective of of truly believing that he will help fix it. And um, you do the Bible verses. You have interesting documentaries that you play. You do a lot of different stuff on that podcast and. You have some guests, but mainly you, you just cover what's on your heart, and I that's why I love, love having you on here, because you're, it's all from the heart. 
And I guess I do my best not to be wishy-washy with the truth because if I, I was talking to the wife about this last night, we, we talk about a lot of stuff. I said if, if, if you were believing something that wasn't true, wouldn't you appreciate it if somebody were to tell you, you know what you're believing isn't really, it's not accurate? Mm. You know, like Ed was talking about explaining something to this person that was talking about, oh, what a racist Trump is. Where's your, and it's like, can you, can you further that and, and tell me why you think he's, well, she's getting her information. Where is she getting her information? Reminds me of a great song. Mm. You know, um, or the world. I mean, geez, people are dying over that fake story. Oh, well, and by the way, speaking of, speaking of fake stories, looks like this noose in that, in that race car driver's home was there since 2019. In October, it was put in there. Like, I, I don't understand how someone doesn't notice that in October when it's first in there. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. And evidently, yeah, I did something. Something did come up on Blaze this morning about his his response to that, and I didn't check it out far enough because I was reading something about Mel Gibson and. What's he up to? Uh, do you think he got a bad rap because you know he was deemed anti-Semitic and all that? I mean, I love his acting, by the way. So I don't know exactly what I, it is. Well, and he's the one that you know broke the, the the little doggy biscuit with the dog, which reminded me of. Of course, breaking the stick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if he uh, if his comment calling this whichever actress it is, are you an oven dodger? It's like. I guess he has been a little insane. I mean, when, when you play Braveheart that intensely, you you probably have some things going on in that brain, you know? Oh, that's where he drops his trousers. And then he paints his face like different colors, and then he's like charging. I mean, yeah. He is, uh... But by the way, look at... He is one of my favorites. Look at the way these actors literally take their role seriously. My My thought has always been about Heath Ledger. He couldn't take being the Joker, and what we saw was really his madness inside on the oh. camera, because then he, you know, overdosed, and... Do I need to see that movie? That one, I guess he was really good in. I think that was like in 03 or 04 already, so... He was good. It was a good movie. That, that, now, was that the one that the guy... Are you saying that's the one that the guy ended up dying? Um... So Heath Ledger in the in Manhattan overdosed and died after the Joker movie. That's really oh man, that's sad. And I think it's because he enveloped the character so intensely that it it affected his brain. Oh, see, and I'm wondering, got just a little bit of an orgasm going on. Um, sorry, that's just inappropriate. But I, I'm wondering if it's something that because uh, that makes me so sad. I mean, it really. Makes on the other hand, Robin. On the other hand, well, I just think his work is in there, and I just I, that one seemed to have defined his career um, as as Joker. Then on the other side, you got Robin Williams, who was so happy, and yet took him. So I, you don't know what goes on through these actors' minds ninety nine percent of the time. Uh, 
manic depression, they used to call it instead of bipolar. I think manic depression is a much better descriptive. Because the guy in his mania, oh my goodness gracious, you look at this guy and you go, like I said, I think yesterday, there's kind of a fine line between uh, insanity and genius. And mm. it's, and then thinking beyond the box and, you know, and, and saying things, taking a risk. I watched a, a 10 minute deal yesterday with um, Denzel Washington. Okay. And he's talking about, you know, taking a risk. I mean, you need to take risks and you're going to fail. How many times did Edison, it was like a thousand times and a thousand one, he, bingo. Like, yeah. Yep. Get it. Of like, course, I always thought Tesla should be credited with some of that stuff too. But, you know, Thomas Edison is the man. Well, and I guess what I got from that, you know, I, I've, been, I've been asked lately to step up into a position which has me a little nervous, but it's also a really exciting opportunity that I didn't look for. And it might not seem like a big thing to some folks, but to me... And what's the opportunity? It's pretty good. Um, I, if I tell you, I think I have to kill you, and then I probably wouldn't. All right, well, we can leave that until we make I'll, it public. I'll, 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 find, I'll, I'll check with the powers that be. And, um, it's, it's, it's something that I'm like, no, not going to do it. Don't want it. I don't want to put that on my plate. Next thing you know, it becomes like Attorney General Mike Myers because Barr is fired for firing. I'm kidding. No, but you know there was that big rift over the weekend with the DOJ who fired this Southern District Attorney in New York. Uh, Jeffrey Berman, whether it was Barr or Trump or something, I mean, it was a mess. But very cool that you're going to have a, a newer position to possibly talk about on your pod. Um, and actually, I don't. You know, I guess it's I guess it's more the possibilities that could stem from that, which to me is pretty exciting. That is so cool. Just, yeah, and like I said, for some folks, it might not seem like a big deal, but. When I look at stuff and um, realize that in the big picture, a lot of these things don't matter, and yet they matter. Does that make sense? Uh, what what things like the podcasting or what? what, what no, it... no, not so much podcasting, but you know, like all of the stuff that's going on right now. Um, and there's a lot. My gosh, it's one thing I always would say to Ed got a lot of material to work with on yeah. your program, and then I realized how much material I got to work on. I mean, I got I got this book that's so packed with freaking truth. It just makes me fun. I'm, it's just, and I want to stick. Mm. I want to stick to what I think is, well, it's, it's what, it's what fires me up, just like with you. There are things Oh, I, I, I would, I would ask you. So, have you done podcasting series? Like, have you done like each book of the Bible as a series yet, or do you kind of just tr- jump all over? Well, that's interesting you brought that up because you and I had a short conversation yesterday, and I really appreciated the conversation because there needs to be some order. Hmm. I think 
Thank you. I, I mean, I, I just, I, and I just see that being groundwork for something beyond what maybe you've ever even thought about. I mean, that sounds kind of weird. It's like, well, Lord told me. Well, he didn't tell me that. I'm just watching what's going on and listening. And your, your conversation last night with Ed was just, it was good. Thank you. It was a great hour. I have to admit, I felt weird inviting myself on, but I had this story, and I'm like, I know you're live. You want me to jump on and talk about it? And the story, by the way, really quickly, I do believe when you tell us the fireworks are going to be shot off during Fourth of July week at unknown locations, uh, so no one could go. That's like treating the Macy's Fourth of July fireworks. Independence Day fireworks like the illegal fireworks. Shooting them off where no one knows? Haven't we been doing that for the last three weeks now? So it's like, why are we debasing, uh, is it abasing, degrading the 4th of July fireworks to be like any other fireworks display? It's kind of disgusting to me. All because they don't want people gathering, yet they can protest? Oh, I'm telling you, this is why it's not, it's, I don't know what it is. Not be involved in the insanity. Mm. I mean, two insanities don't do good. No, no. One insanity like my own, and I'm enjoying my own insanity in a, a world that's normal. And if normal is what's going on right now, I can't exist in normal. I can't. I can't it makes no sense. Well, Mike, you will be on. No, you're right, and uh, I don't know what the normal is now. But hey, uh, Mike, 9 a.m. Eastern, please don't give up the fight. Every day you have this fight that you carry to the microphone and you want people to know he's here, and I think that is very noble of you every day. So do what you got to do. You know, and and, and I know I told you, let's try to wrap this up. Uh, And I didn't simulcast today, by the way. Why? Well, you used the word noble. Yes. My wife and I were looking at purchasing a commercial property uh, on the main drag here in beautiful Boone, Iowa, right across the street from Wilson's Tap. Okay. With a a storefront, which would have been really cool, income. Um, And I was talking to this real estate guy about wanting to open up this one area, load it with a bunch of, uh, uh, oh, like pool tables and pinball machines and arcade stuff and I had an agreement with uh, a place locally that was they were going to provide all the stuff and set it up so you wouldn't have to put any money in it and what a, and what a neat thing for the, for the there's not a whole lot to do in this town for the younger people and he said and I thought oh man this is a great idea I'm going to do this and he said you know that's really a noble idea Mike but somebody else and I do know this other gal that tried this tried it right down the street from where I live you better make sure you got a lot of people on board to help out or you're going to be doing it on your own your noble idea could crash mm. but so I got a Trump flag and I've got a Bible verse tacked on the back you know what I'm glad we had this conversation because I think I need to go ahead with my you have to. By the way, I don't know if you didn't notice that, but I had zipped out for like two seconds. The thing froze, freaked out on me, so I don't know what the hell what that was about. But no, it's, I'm sure it's fine. You, no, it got everything. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, and listening to you guys last night just helped me 
Okay. I like your term. I love that. Reset. Let's reset. Because I think you realize, or you, you wanna, you feel inspired to also talk about the that we have a fight in the politics game too. That's that's the whole thing about what Ed does, and I guess what I do to an extent, but. Amen. I mean, that sounds really. I was going to say gay, but I can't say that. It's loving, though. It is speaking the truth in love, and it's love. It's about. It is about love. Where that comes from. Hey. You get out your guns. What I need to do is keep the uh, the, the S word, the sword, and God's word does cut between the bone and the marrow, the soul and the spirit. I mean, it lays you out there, and you go, "Oh, jeez, I am a bigot. I am a racist." <laughs> Mm. With me. If you confess in your heart, and, and, and if, the, if you believe in your heart and confess from your mouth that you're a racist, you are. Mm. Sorry. Well, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play a song because you just reminded me. There's a song called the the Soldier, the Poet, and the King. Ever heard of this? No, but I'm going to. Now, but this isn't live right now. Oh yeah, we're live. This is all live on Spreaker.com. Uh, you can, and I'm going to okay. put your play. Anyway, Michael, have a great show at 9 a.m. We will be listening, friend. Alrighty. Love you, man. Sure. Be well. All right. Well, we'll be right back. I got a couple of thoughts I have, but I want to play this by the Oh Hellos. It's such a, It's an awesome song, and it's a little Celtic, and I'm Irish, and I love being Irish, so I love this song just as much. Uh, Take a listen to this. And I just dropped that track in the comment section for those who are interested when they're listening back. Uh, thanks again to Mike Myers for tuning in with me and coming on early to talk about what he's got going on. And we do that every morning about 8 a.m. And uh, and then I, I just figure, why don't I tell you what I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about? And 
believe it or not, this next conversation is not even about politics or sports even, or really, although I'm very happy, the Major League Baseball Players Association and Major League Baseball, the owners, agree to a deal. Spring training will start next week here at Yankee Stadium and City Field. And then the season will kick off on July 23rd or 24th, a month from today. Did you ever think that would happen? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I did not. But there's something bigger, and, 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 and technology taught me a lesson yesterday. You really, uh, you can't save, how do I say it? Sometimes you just can't, uh, sometimes you just miss hitting the save button. You know what I mean? Like, you're writing something down, uh, typing something down on a computer, and you miss, and you, and you forget to hit the save button. That's exactly what happened to me when I was reading someone's book and I want to make notes because I'm going to have her on my podcast in a couple weeks. But then I look, I have, maybe you have this too. Do you have a whole bunch of loose leaf paper that's just sitting there waiting to be written on? Did, did, do you find the art of writing still worth it? Because I do. I think in the time where we're scrolling, in the time where we're just uh, making even blurry eyes because we're scrolling, because screen time is such a issue, to so to speak, in today's world, I want to change it. I want to get write, handwriting back in style. And I think in one way or another, my technology helped me with that. See, when you write something down, unless you throw out the piece of paper, most more likely than not, that piece of paper can be saved. And you can find it somewhere down the road. Whereas, how easy it is to delete the, the, the file from a computer, or delete, or not even save your work accidentally. And so why... <laughs> a reliance on technology is really part of our uh, loss of tradition. I think a, a lot of people have lost the tradition of handwriting. I look at my drawer, I say, why, why do I have all this loose leaf paper? Why not just put it to work and save it? And then the whole idea of it feeling cathartic. The motion of writing, to me, especially nowadays, within this quarantine, within this, has been so, so cathartic. Because when you write, you're literally feeling it flow out of your, the energy flowing onto the paper through your words. When you write, you can think of it, and it makes you think a little more than when you type. You know, if you're in the he- middle of a heavy conversation, and all of a sudden, you know, text bombs happen within the chat, and you want to so type quickly, and mistakes can be made, at least with writing still... You know, they still make pens. They still make paper. They still make notepads. And, yeah, when you're in meetings, I guess that's still used. But I think also a lot of people do take notes on their laptops, on their phones. And what happens if something happens? What happens if this whole computer somehow, God forbid, crashes? Where's the work going to be? Or your computer crash? Where's the work going to be? It won't be on paper because we've now been instilled to certainly just type everything on the computer and that's it. It won't be on paper and then we lose the art of handwriting. 
Uh, and that's why I love people who paint during this time. You know, some people love the digital and they do the Photoshop and they do that, um, just a lot of different things with, with digital art, right? I'm forgetting the exact term. Sorry about that. But even when you're painting, you know, my stepdad and I were painting the walls of our basement yesterday on, on Father's Day. That, to be honest with you, gave me so much more happiness and I smiled a lot more than the dopamine rush, I guess you'd say, of a text message. Why? Because you felt you were making a change. You felt the wall changing as you painted. And that's all we want to be. In one way or another, we all strive to be change makers, right? And one way to be that change maker, even on a wall, is to literally focus in on it and then see the work after and feel the work after and say, how did I just make this brown, dirty spot go to beautifully white? How did that happen? And I think technology has also made us appreciate that more. Because of the, the timing of the, the screen time issues, I think there's been a little more advocacy, not as much, of getting off your phone. But what if we can? What if we can truly go back to organic ways? Where, I don't know, statues are kept up. Organic ways where we can literally just walk down the street and not think of throwing, you know, something at a cop car or throwing or shooting at a cop car even. Where we can just walk down the street in peace. This quarantine has driven people mad, I, I think. But the technology part of this cannot be ignored. A lot of people used the devices to agitate, to round up the troops and agitate. And I still say if there are groups out there like that, have, I pray that someone jump in there and say, guys, this is stupid. This is not good for anybody. We must not do this. I don't know. I don't know if anybody messaged that in any of these group chats. I wish they did, though. I, I really wish they did. But instilling the basics again in our own lives could give us happiness. The basic way to write, the basic act of writing, could maybe soothe some anxieties here that people may have. Because if you're writing and you feel the energy flowing onto the paper and you know you're getting your thoughts out there, that could make you smile. That should make you smile. And so I challenge you today, uh, what are you doing or what could you do differently to ease your anxieties? That's more of a natural fit. Whether it be painting, whether it be even running, whether it be writing, handwriting, notes to yourself, to God, about a book you're reading. My room is filled with notepads. And every time I write something down, it's like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And it might seem so minor. It might seem so insignificant in a time like this. 
But personally, if we put away the news, are you are you seriously looking for ways to soothe your anxiety? I know I am. Not even anxiety, just anxiousness. And yes, the that Matthew 25, be anxious for nothing. That might be a different verse. But you know, be anxious. God tells us, be anxious for nothing. And so how do we do that? Well, we get off our phones. We really call people instead of texting people. And yes, I would say incorporate handwriting. I would say put your words on a piece of paper. Because those last longer. You know, I've been fortunate to have a lot of my writings from the past still saved. Still saved. I, and that includes the first script I ever wrote as a talk uh, sports radio guy at WQMC Radio at Queens College. But to see all that is like, wow, that's history. Whereas something in this technological world could go wrong with your laptop. Unexplainably so. And what will you have? You won't have your writings. You know, Jerry Seinfeld actually wrote every joke down. Every joke, even in the middle of the night, he would write it down. We need to be like him more. We need to be that proactive. Because look, those jokes are now stored, I think. so. He's had them saved. We can have our own thoughts, our own history saved as well through handwriting. I mean, look, scriptures, writing it, they wrote everything down. They didn't have an iPhone notepad. They didn't have Microsoft Word. They had, correct me if I'm wrong here, Michael Myers, if you're still listening, but they had, um, I don't know if they stenciled it in, but they definitely, they had tools to help them become the scribes and to write everything down that they saw and that they heard about God. It wasn't it wasn't saved on a Google document. No, 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 no. It was saved on stone at times. It was saved on um you know the that time period's paper. I think papyrus maybe, I'm not sure. But they wrote it down. And because of those writings, look who we have today. We have such a belief in God because people decide to write what they saw, write what they heard. Now, I'm not saying Google Notes is, Google Docs is bad. I'm not saying that iPhone Notes is bad. I'm just saying the change could come internally by writing it down. And maybe externally too. But let's not lose that art of handwriting. Let's not lose that art of the natural motion that really could... uh, If you feel like you're scrolling and then you start doing the motion of writing, oh my gosh, there's something to that. And it makes you feel happier. I mean, at least I do. Maybe it will too. And if you are writing... What are you writing about? What are you, even if it's not on Medium or all these, what are you literally writing down for yourself to this day? Or are you relying completely on the documents 
uh, on the computer. I know I have to not totally rely. I also know I would love to write down my, my Medium article before I actually write it. That way, when I write an article, or maybe when anybody writes an article, they have at least a copy of a hard copy that can then be formatted or formatted for the blogosphere. That just came to my mind as we were talking. But if you have completely stopped writing, I say now's the time to get back into it. If you've completely... As the sun's in my eyes right now. <laughs> if you've completely relied on Google Docs and relied on that iPhone Notes and relied on other stuff, go back to the writing for handwriting first. Because that, that can only be thrown out human error. That cannot be deleted. It can last a lifetime. Well... How has the Bible lasted? Much more, you know, almost every one of our lifetimes, it's lasted. And that's because they wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote, and their hands probably got tired writing what they had seen and heard of Jesus and of Moses and God's connection. I'm sure people were tired of that writing, but they kept going. They kept going. Why is the Declaration of Independence, something we're going to celebrate in two weeks, still around? Because they wrote it on a piece of paper. Well, it wasn't exactly paper. But they wrote it down with the quill pen. And they kept it as a national treasure in the Smithsonian, in the Library of Congress. I mean, it's all there for us to see. Why? Because it was put down in writing. And I'm just, I, I, I would love to bring an expert on this because the importance of it, not only the soothing of it, the importance of leaving notes behind, written notes behind, could change history. Little by little. Or big step by big step, I don't know. But I'm going to keep writing, and I hope you join me, and I hope you look at the notepads that you have, and decide to start there and then work your way to the computer. That's the only way we're going to do this. That's the, 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 we're going to tear down history, right? Well, let's preserve our histories through writing. Let's not let a computer crash and delete the history that we could be having literally written down. Let's just preserve especially in a time where there's people that want to take it down. We need to preserve our history. We need to embrace. And and you know what? Heck, man, you know what they found? The, the, on Juneteenth, they found the written note. The written note that said these uh, Texans who were slaves were freed. That was a written note. General Union number three. That wasn't an iPhone note. That wasn't a printout. That was a real note. Hey, you guys are free. And they are able to put that on Wikipedia because someone saved it. We should go back and and, he, and, and look at the readings. 
or the writings of some of these people that were involved in the Civil War to find out their experience. Right now, we're kind of going by what history has told us through the, the classroom. I want to see both sides writing and how they actually felt. And maybe you do too. Maybe you're tired of seeing just people be tearing down even union member statues. Ulysses S. Grant, you're going to tear him down? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And if you have writings that you want to share, maybe post them up on Instagram and and, and, and I'll give it a like. Alex G in NYC is my Instagram. Alex G in, in, NYC, in NYC is my Instagram. Just write. Writing to make things R-I-G-T. Write. Because if, if none of those people, none of the Founding Fathers, none of the, the authors of the Gospel, Matthew, Luke, Uh, John, if, if, if none of them wrote all of this down, we wouldn't have a foundation to go off of. Have we lost our foundation? No. Is it time to really write it down again and, and really save our foundations from crumbling and our minds from crumbling? Yes. And I think writing is the best way to do it. You know, I know, I know uh, Spreaker may get on me for this, but this this song today, to end it, um, feels right. And it's by Natasha Bedingfield. And you might, you might remember this. It's a great song. And for me, I'm going to head out, do my day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one.